Hello and welcome back to another episode of the True Blue Sport Podcast. Round 11 of NRL is done and week 12 is here. Once again, I'm joined by my great co-host, Eddie. How are you, mate? Well, my You're friend. Well? I'm well, as Good always. Always. As always. Right, we've got a quick announcement. Uh, the supplier has said that the stubby holders are coming tomorrow, so stay tuned. At the end of this week, the stubby holders should be out and ready for you to get your hands on, so make sure you stay tuned for that on the Instagram and we'll post it and all that. So, yep, stay tuned. Uh, round yep. 11. Quick recap into... Well, we'll just go into some quick news. Oh, yeah, quick news? There's been a bit going on this week, my friend. There's a lot been going on, actually. Shanoa uh, Harris-Tavita, at the ripe age mm. of 23, has decided to take a break from the NRL. Uh, Hasn't confirmed whether he'll be back. He has just said that he's not loving the game as much as he'd like to at the moment, and he's, he's going to take a break. It's interesting how that's come out, like, around that his injury. Yeah, like it was a bit, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. who knows? Maybe it's got something to do with that. Maybe it doesn't. It's it's interesting. Yeah, they've also just signed uh, young Ronald Volkman as well, mm. and but you know he, he's been playing some good footy. So uh, that was an interesting one. Uh, on the topic of the Warriors, uh, out today or this afternoon, you and Aiken has signed a two year deal with the Dolphins, commencing next year, which is a massive signing for them. Um, he's obviously yeah, that's a, good signing, an excellent player. You know, he's been playing great. In the second row there for the Warriors, filling that hole excellently. So, I'm sure they'll love to have him up there. That's a, they're forming a pretty good forward pack now. Um, and he obviously can always, always play centre as well. So, it's a great versatile pickup. And keen to see what they can do. I think he becomes number 14. Yeah, they're getting close to a full 17. So yeah. I think there's well, a couple of players coming yeah, up from say, The only problem is like they don't have... They've got heaps forwards. Yeah. They've just got like halves, no spine. Halves, yeah. Oh, they've got Mitch Rain. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I don't think it's looking great. Where's for it? Him. No, Ray Stone. Ray, Ray Stone. Stone. Ray but he's Stone. like lock. So yeah, he Who could knows? play hook. You know, we've seen him play there. We've seen him great. play there. We've seen him. <laughs> he can't pass. We will talk about that. You got to pass the ball, but he can't even do that. Um, something that I'm very happy about: Jack Bird resigns until Birdie. the end of 2024, which is good. Um, Herbie Farmworth. Now, this is one of my favourite ones. Herbie Farmworth, until he extends with the Broncos till the end of next year, he was going to be available after this year, but he's activated his player option and he's staying till the end of 2023, which is massive for the Bronx because, mate, he, he's been one of the best centers in the competition for me. Yeah, like this year, especially at the start of the season, you know, everyone thought Stagg was going to be the man for the Broncos, but he was like the shining light. He was the man when, you know, before Reynolds started to kick on, he was just carrying that team around, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's he's in good form and yeah, it's a good week in, week in week out. He's very this underrated. Has very been underrated. playing like an absolute madman. Yeah. And obviously they've got you know Cobo, Corey Oates, and all that in the yeah. outside backs who have been playing very good yeah. footy. And I think Herbie goes a little bit overlooked sometimes. So that, definitely that's, amongst the centers in the competition. Oh yeah, oh yeah, especially at the moment. Yeah. Um, Dinamis Louie uh, signed effective immediately with the Warriors. Um, I think this has something to do with Lodge being uh, released. I think it was last week. So they've just tried to fill that quickly. He comes from the Raiders. He wasn't playing any footy at the Raiders, so that's that's good. Hopefully he can get a start with the Warriors at some point. Um, now on to some, some more not definite news, but some more scoopy kind of stuff I've got for you, Jimmy. Bit of scoop. Now the NRL has said that they are going to be reviewing and removing underperforming bunker referees. Underperforming bunker referees? Yep. So they're sick of inconsistent calls, apparently. Yeah. So they're and they're going to be reviewing. We saw we saw a bloke. I forget what his name was, but he got stood down a while ago. Like, remember with the yeah, the ref. I th- 
Yeah. Was it was it Matt Lodge who ducked his head or something like that or I think I think it was Matt Lodge who I ducked remember, his yeah, head. There was a ref that got dropped because and no, well that was the ref who got arrested was the Tupu incident. Oh, that's right. He got arrested, yeah. but then the bunker who said that it was a penalty. Because remember, it, it sold the game. I think it was Lodge who ducked his head. Horsburgh hit him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that cost him the game mm. by the two points. So he got sacked. And You're now, right. further along a few weeks, there's been some more inconsistent decisions, they've said. And they're going to be reviewing. Yeah, a lot of people have been blowing up at the bunker lately. So, so yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be... How do they, when do they taking review that into account? Like, surely they just... Yeah. They've been reviewing it all along. Yeah. Like, what, they're suddenly going, right, let's have a look at them now. Yeah. Do they I not watch know. the games? I don't know. I don't know, Jimmy. Um, now, this this is some very disheartening news that I've come across today, and it's Sloan, my, <laughs> my main man, Toro Sloan, oh. is set to potentially leave the Dragons. I think I said this last week. I said, you know, he's, if he doesn't get game time, he might leave, and look what's happened. He's, and, he's not happy. And... So here, here's the story. Apparently, he copped an absolute spray of hook, of our of, of, of our coach. He copped a spray, right? Um, after after I, I'm guessing it was after the Magic Round game, and now his confidence has been shocked or shook because of the Cody Ramsey coming in and playing two weeks in a row. Now the thing that gets me here, people are going to say, "Oh, he only said he might quit." He may as well have already quit. You know, he said that this he doesn't see a future at the club. He's obviously not happy with the Dragons. You know, I thought, you know, I thought that we were just maybe poorly handling him. I didn't think he was going to come out this week and say he wants to leave the club. Like, once that becomes public, it's it's like almost set in stone that you should leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. He obviously wants to leave then because, you know, he thinks he should be starting fullback somewhere and I don't know where he's going to go. He should but be. He should yeah, be. he probably should be. In a better he's club, a he'd be great. But, um, Mate, whether, you know. like, whether Wayne comes down and swoops him up, like, he yeah, brings he you could, up to the Dolphins. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's, it's just so upsetting that a bloke like that with such raw talent has is potentially going to be let go from the Dragon system because, mate, I don't know, I don't think Cody Ramsey's a long-term option in, in the fullback role. You know, I know he has a couple of good games in him, but yeah. I don't think he's a long-term option. Uh, Moses Zembai, you know, I don't think he's a long-term option. Well, I know he's not a long-term Enough. option. We needed to invest in our future, and we failed to do so. And and we're we're on the um on on the bad side of that. Now I'm very very. I'm sure the drags probably upset. didn't want to get rid of him. Like I'm sure they no. wanted to keep him. It's just because yeah. Sloan's, you know, he wants to he wants to play starting yeah. fullback now somewhere like it's. But you know, he's like he stuck with it. Like when he was playing New South Wales Cup, and then. He's obviously he's obviously being poorly managed. Like, yeah, I think when Dufty left the club, buddy, he must have thought he was the man, which you know most people did. And then, yeah, and that's it. He was. Year, yeah. He was. Yeah. He wasn't it. You know, we started the trials without him playing at fullback, which was already like, okay, geez, what's going on here? Gave him a few games at the start of the season. Maybe had a couple underperforming games, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm a bit upset about that, <laughs> but it's all right. Um, we'll move on. Are you gonna support whatever club he goes to. Yeah, yeah, I'm changing, changing colours. You know, the Have dolphin. A quick prediction. Let's just say, what do you think he's going to go if he does leave? If he does leave, oh jeez, it's it's so hard because like, who needs a? I don't know. Probably the dolphins, honestly. Yeah, I'd say you can pick him up for cheap, like Broncos. Yeah, Broncos, Broncos, Dolphins, maybe Dogs. 
maybe you know maybe the Warriors if Reese Walsh actually I think he's staying so you know someone like that I don't think he'll go to a top club yeah no maybe somewhere like I've seen maybe Manly but they got too many Dolphins. good like cooler Tui Plotty they're both fullbacks yeah. so yeah you know we'll have to wait and see that one um, just a little quick thing here so Cobbo is looking like he's may very well play Origin yep so Billy Billy Slater is when he was kind of asked about it he's just kind of said well look I don't care about the age. He said age is just a number, you know. I don't care about it. He said he's going to pick his plan well, hinting strongly that mm. come Sunday, Cobbo's most likely yeah, going I to think, be announced. I think it's 100% he's going to get picked. Yeah. And now with the Colfelt injury, even though Colfelt wasn't probably in the, yeah. the the main running, but Colfelt's injured now as well. And then just on origin, a uh, bit of Blues news. Uh, Maddo, he's looking like he's going to get picked as well. Really? Yeah, he's looking very smoky and... It looks strongly like DSAF isn't going to get picked, which I'm happy about. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Honestly, you don't play good, you honestly yeah. get picked. Like he's not a he's not one of those stick and pick players. You well, pick for four years yeah. ago. You know they're in the core sort of players. He just well, he's he in was, there he's playing good. You know he was playing. He played well Origin last year. Somewhere in the off season, he thought it'd be a good idea to put detergent all over his hands when he <laughs> runs out on the field. And I don't know why he thought that would be a good idea, but. Yeah. He can't hold on to the ball at the moment. Complain about everything. Yeah. That's all he does. But look, that that's just a bit of origin news to start or to finish off the news section, I guess. We'll move straight into round 11 if you're happy to, Jones. Yes, round 11. There was you know, a couple of decent games this round. Yep. Um, first game of the round was the Knights versus the Broncos. It was the Knights versus the Broncos. Um, you know, 36 to 12 to the Bronx. Uh, it sort of blew out at the end of the game, but you know, Knights are looking okay. And then... Yeah. The Broncos just, you know, without Reynolds, uh, there was there was a bit of worry there, but they just showed that they're starting to, you know, starting to build, starting yep. to build as that team that everyone expected in the off season. So, just a very very good win, especially in the back end there. They just, yeah, you know, knocked them off. Yeah, so, you know, the way that I see it, the the, the main thing here is just the Broncos forwards. You know, they're just they're just built different. Mm. You know, them as a unit, even when Corey Pate came on. He was just out out of dummy half, poking his head into the line, giving it to one of the forwards, and they were just rolling 70 metres, 70 metres, 70 metres. Carrigan, you know. Carrigan, yeah, he's a beast. Carrigan. Him and Haas. Flegler, Haas, even the likes of like TC Rabadi. Yeah, that Pelagia bloke's oh, good too. Yeah, and, yeah, and then, I don't know, actually, I think I might have been thinking of Palacio, yeah. whatever his name is, not TC Rabadi. And like Corey Jensen as well. Like mm, He's pretty good. All playing well, like just as a, as a unit, and that, that really got the better of the... Knights, especially in the second half, you know, first half, I was looking at the Knights and I was like, yeah, geez, they got a lot of line pressure on here, like looking good. And then the Broncos came down for like their first set in the Knights 20 and it was like 20 minutes into the game, they just scored. Yeah. They just waltzed over the line and yeah. I was like, okay, so the Knights did start well, like they had good field position, but you know, they should have put some points on early. Yeah. Well, Anthony Milford, he was, he looked good. He, he, it was interesting because the first touch he got, he... I was like, oh, geez, Milf, what have you done there? Like, it wasn't great. And then it was from the second touch, he was just bang, yeah. awesome. Like, deep into the line, kicking well, yeah. stepping. Second half, he's a little bit more quiet. But that first half, mate, he was killing it yeah, down that right was. side. Like, that trot well, wasn't a try, but the Gagai one. Yeah. That yeah. was so Like, the way he stepped that a player, put kick. a little kick through, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. So he was looking really good. Knights, on, like, with he should be in the team next week. Like, cause he was... Yeah, well, showing good signs of attack, which is what they've been missing. So yeah, that was good. And then Ponga down the left side as well. Yeah, was looking good. But for me, mate, it was it was Tyson Gamble. Yeah. I think he's so underappreciated. Like I said it from the first week that he played, 
I think that he had a, a very, not necessarily a very quiet role, but he had a big, big role that was a little bit quieter to play. And in that second half there, he really stepped up. You know, he was in the middle of everything, controlling everything, especially when Ezra Mam maybe didn't play as well as people yeah. thought. You know, he I think he ended up with two tries but... He had a couple kicks. He was trying to go into the line. He was trying to do everything going into the line, and they were just reading it like a book, and he couldn't get anything off. But yeah, Gamble just brings that energy. Yeah, he's a he's a dog. He's a menace. Tough. You know, he 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 did really well. Uh, And obviously, mate, you got You got We got to ask ourselves: Can Selwyn Cobbo be the reincarnation of GI? Not as good. (laughs) Not as good. But from what we've seen from this nineteen-year-old bloke, who's not even built like. A massive yeah, he's not built beast like, like GI. Yeah. He's just built like a dude, you know, like just a guy, a 19-year-old guy. Mm. And he's just line breaks, tackle breaks, everything. Try scoring machine. Yeah, he's a beast. Like I, I dead set think that that man is going to be the closest thing to GI we've had since GI. Yeah, well, everyone talks about Latrell, you know, being close to GI. And I remember last year when he was playing... Uh, for Wynnum, I think it was Wynnum, Seagulls, in the grand final, I watched it. And I, as soon as I saw him play, I'm like, he looks exactly like Luttrell. Like, the way yeah. he play, he looks exactly like Luttrell. He's playing fullback then. So, obviously, Luttrell's compared to GI as well. So, you know, I swear there's, al- there's always some youngster coming through that's compared to GI, but he's definitely one that, this dude, so that's he, close. He just looks different, man. He just... Mm. If he, like, gets bigger... Yeah. Like, thickens like, up, he'd, He's un- he'd be unstoppable. He's, he, like, on the weekend, it just seemed like every time he get the ball, like, he was just ready to just yeah. break the line. He's got that talent, like, some players just have it and he's got it. Yeah. And, mate, look out for this bloke. Yeah. He, 100%. he, and he may already be, like, seems like he's going to be in the origin side. Hmm. He's going to be a good battle in the future, him and Suwali on the wings for origin. Because I reckon oh, Suwali yeah. will have a good crack soon because yeah. he's playing well too, but. Mate, he's a freak. If he know, doesn't go to bloody AFL. Oh, them two are, yeah, yeah, exactly. But. I think the um, the main takeaway from this game was Bradman best elbow. <laughs> oh, yeah, not good. Playing I, cricket. I felt so sick, man. Like, I watched it, and I saw his elbow like when he was walking off the field, and I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> like, what's happened there? They showed the replay, and it went the wrong way. Yeah, not good. Like, I can't see, any, see him being back for a hot minute. Eh? Yeah. Not with that. Like, that was so bad yeah, to look at. Imagine was... being that. Imagine being Bradman best. Imagine looking at it. Like... Looking at that... My bone's not supposed to be yeah. there. Like, oh, I felt so ill. I felt so ill. But good on the Broncos here. You know, we there was always question marks without uh, Renault, but yeah, the line defence, they just yeah. let the line defence let the, the Knights down there. And whatever you say about bad refereeing with that obstruction or anything. There was some questionable calls. There was. Admit, but they, they, like lost the 36, won, yeah. they lost 36-12. They lost 36-12. So, D up. Yeah. You know, but anyway, we'll move on to moving on the next game: the Tigers versus the Bulldogs. Tigers yes. thirty-six to the Bulldogs twenty-two. Uh, disappointing finish for the Dogs, um, and a strong game for the Tigers. But you know, the Dogs just at, at some stage they looked like they were going to go on and win it. Mm. There was times there. Obviously, the Tigers came out really well, and they were Brook, uh, not Brooksy, Madden and Hastings were linking up well down that left side, and you know, Mamalo and Luke Garner and all that. They all crossed early and. It looked like they were going to go away with it, and then the dogs came back and made it even, and it just didn't. It just didn't end up happening for the dogs. Yeah, you know? they got twenty-two points, so you know, obviously it's against the Tigers, who aren't the best team, but you know, it's good signs that their yeah. attack sort of sort of getting going. You know, they haven't really scored many points recently, but you know, Tigers are just 
you know, Hastings, I think his, his experience just controlled their team and yeah. got them to the end of the line. But, yeah, Bulldogs, not bad. Not bad signs from them. Yeah, no, good. I, I think there's plenty of, of positives. Plenty of positives to take away, you know. It just... It was... in At the end, it was discipline. You know, it's dogs completing at 78%. You know, the Tigers' left edge was firing and they had... The dog, yeah, the dogs had you know eight errors and eleven penalties, and then the sin bin towards the end of the game. I forget who it was. Was it Hastings who got sin bin? I think so. Yeah, and, and then Shoop got sin bin as well. So yeah, and then oh yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. What am I talking about there? Shoop or the shop as I shop. like to call him nowadays, because I think the Tigers went over for two tries towards the end of the game there after when when Shoop got sin bin. So discipline was an error for them. Um, they, as I said, completing at seventy-eight percent, always going to make it tough. But they were able to put, you know, twenty-two points on with those eight errors and eleven penalties. So, good signs for the dogs. One stat that I just I have to mention. It doesn't really mean anything, but I just saw it and it has to be mentioned. The Tigers had forty dummies. <laughs> the dogs had one. <laughs> I just looked at I mean, it and I wasn't sure it was going to be. I don't, I don't know if it's a what's typo. That or not. What's that saying? What's that saying? Is that like I don't know if it's a typo, but. It was 40 to 1 on dummies. Didn't even know they recorded that. Neither. Dumb, <laughs> dummy passes, 40 to 1. Wow. Never heard that before. That's that's a dummy every two minutes for the Tigers. And one, one dummy in 80 minutes. 80 minutes. One to it was. Yeah, I don't know. One who's got the most dummies this year. But I swear Matt Burton, I swear Matt Burton is like, dummy and go through the line. Yeah, maybe he didn't get the ball. Maybe it was him. He got, got it once, but... I was surprised he played. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to play, but here we are. Yeah, that COVID stuff. Yeah, here we are. And he played, so... But yeah, tough. Tough for the dogs here because, you know, I can't imagine being a dogs fan. Like, they just get so close. (laughs) Yeah, they actually haven't been, like... And they just choke. You like, look at their scores; yeah. they're all been pretty close. It's not like they get going out and getting pumped every week. Yeah. They just they just can't get mm. it done. Like they just can't. And get that's it where done. I think Marnie will, and re- will really help them next year. Yeah, they just need that one sort of play that helps them control the yeah. speed of the game a bit. Just try and keep them in it, but yeah, I don't know. Good for the Tigers, but again, no, nothing against the dogs. Nothing though. awfully to be worried about for the dogs. Like obviously they can't win, but we knew that going into this yeah. game. They struggle to win games. They just they just can't hold on. But we'll move on to this one, which I'm sure you've got a bit to say about. <laughs> we were actually playing Friday night soccer yes. when this one was on, so we didn't get to watch it. Tell you what, I've missed two great games playing Friday night yeah, soccer. The, we the Penrith game and the Eels game. Yes. And, you know, I watched them lose to the Roosters and the week before against the uh, Cowboys or whatever it was. So. But, I missed a couple of good ones, but yeah. we the games that we miss, we come back and we watch, rewatch the the important parts. And I I know I go through and deep dive the stats and look who played well and look who didn't. But the main takeaway from this game is Tommy Turbo confirmed today. It was suspected, but confirmed Out today that he is going undergoing season-ending surgery in the coming days. So that's so tough. That is any hope that Manly had of winning the chip. Gone, mm. poor Tommy Trebojevic. Because mate, a few like well, not a few more, like one more injury like that, and he could become the greatest could be yeah. in rugby I league was history. About to say that, yeah. Like that's our I man. He's so good, but he just he's had so many injuries. It's like, like he's he had one like great season last year. And he was considered like could be an immortal, and then yeah. you know he only played like he's only played what like three, four seasons, something like that. Yeah. Actual proper one. So. You know, if he played bloody like seven in a row, he'd be 
unstoppable. But yeah, it's just so unfortunate for him. Like, obviously, he's such a great player, we just can't stay fit. Yeah, and that's you know his body just can't won't let him do it. We saw the the raw emotion from Jack Jabojevic after the game. Yeah, where he was he was very upset. Still very respectful, of course. He had the thumbs up when he was talking, yep. but always, always <laughs> thumbs up with with gerbs. But obviously, so it feels so bad for Tommy because he just he just wants to play footy, and he came back when he wasn't a hundred percent, and now he's picked up another season-ending injury, and it's just it's just shocking for the poor bloke. But yeah, the Eels Eels beat him twenty-two to twenty here. We had Moses ice the game with two ice minutes man. to go with the sideline conversion. Um, unfortunately, since we didn't get to watch it, I don't know about you, but I am not really up to speed with all the controversial calls and everything like that. I know there was a few things going on, but it seems like there's controversial we were, calls in every game. We were lucky, I'd say. We lucky. were lucky. But well, that's what I heard. Apparently, it was a 50-50 that went the Eels way. Yeah, like, we were lucky, apparently, but, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know, you take your chances. And, you know, there was a sin bin, which I don't know why people are questioning it, like, he dropped him on his head. Yeah, the old tipping. Now, and that's a tipping motion. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I don't know what people complain about there, but there was one apparently on the on the winger Hayes Perham, which he apparently slipped over and got him high. So I didn't get to see that one, but yeah, apparently everyone that's the one everyone's talking about. Yeah, well, I seen the photo. And then of we that. scored off it. I seen the photo of that, and it was um, there was it not it, and like someone had done the old you know the caps and then lowercase speech like mocking the person who's saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, no, there was no contact around the head. And there's just a photo of one of the manly boys that's it wrapped around Perham's head. Like, well, I mean, Paulo got sent off once when we he hit Brimson, you know, over yeah, on the shoulder. That, like, yeah, nah. your luck comes around. Like, it doesn't, it's not like we've had every call against us this year. It's just, you know, we had a bad call, you know, this this time we get the call. So it's just, it evens out. But yeah. obviously, just because it was a close game, that's why everyone's talking about it. But. You know, I think we were a bit lucky, you know, that um, obviously Moses iced the game at the end there, which is, you know, the Prince, as they they call him now these days. These days. Is that what they the call prince, him? Apparently. Because King Gutho yeah, and King Gutho prince. And, prince. <laughs> and Dillbags is the Queen. Queen. <laughs> but, uh, does that make Jake Arthur the Joker? Or? Yes, it does. Yeah, it does? Yeah, yeah. it does. Okay, sweet. He's a Joker. But, you know, good, yeah, good on the heels. You know, they got a two-point victory over Manly. Uh, mounted a nice comeback towards the end of the game and... They're able to ice the game in the dying minutes, so proper good for them. Uh, mate, Ryan Madison, coming off the bench mm. playing, you know, 60, I think it was 62 minutes or 67 minutes. Uh, he ran for 177 metres and made 32 tackles. Just quietly, this is how good he played. The NRL have recorded his tackle percentage as 100.16%. <laughs> That's how good he played. He's tackled someone on the bench. <laughs> That's how good he played. They've recorded it at 100.16. Where is Surely not. I, I promise you, when I look today, I'll look if it's still there, but oh. I promise you that it was 100.16. How does that work? On 32 tackles. So I mean, he's just, he's just too good. Here we go. You know, he can tackle. I'll get it up here. Players, let's see if it's still here. Yeah, he's been... Ryan Madison, look, right here. Tackle efficiency, 100.16 on what 32. Go. What a go. So there it is. What a man. The man's broken the stat board. He has broken the stat board. We had 40 to 1 dummies in the last game. Yep. We've got 100 points. Point, we've got over 100% somehow yep. here. So it's incredible. Yeah, good on the Eels. Obviously, I can't really say too much. I didn't get to watch this game. Yeah, I didn't get to watch much. But yeah, Maddo and, you know, he's obviously, he was 
on an edge and he was, you know, pretty good. He did his job, but he just, he couldn't get involved enough. And now I think he's coming on at lock. So that's, yeah. you know, he used to, he was actually a 5'8 back in the day. So, you know, he's got good ball playing and in lock, that's what you need. So obviously Nathan Brown's obviously good at lock too, but I think he's sort of more of a front row the way he runs into the yeah. line and stuff. So it's good, good signs for Maddo. Hopefully he gets picked for origin. Or not really for the Eels' sake, but yep. it'd be good to see an Eels player there. Um, is yeah, he, not much else to say on there. Is he um, the bef- best offloader in the competition or... There's, there's a few, him and Paulo. There's a few candidates at the Eels. Him and Paulo, I'd you know, say, yeah. Clemmer's up there, I reckon, at the yeah, moment, Clemmer. too. But yeah, outside that, like, the Eels just seem to always out-offload the, the team. They're versing by about 10, at least. Mm. And, and Papali loves an offload. frees up so yeah. much for them. So. Yeah, it's, it's good to watch. Good on the Eels here. We'll move on to... Ah, oh, the Dragons. The great game. The great game. The Dragons. Be the Warriors. Yeah, doing the beta team, the Warriors. They're not betas. They're all alphas, to be fair. I love the Warriors, but... We've got them twice this year, 24 to 18. Uh, I'm pretty sure the first game was pretty similar. I think it was like 28-16 or something. But Yeah, it's always a close one yeah. between these teams. I tipped the Warriors, unfortunately. I tipped the Dragons, of course. No surprise. I was one off the perfect ground. We'll get into that later. We can abuse the Rabbitohs in a second. <laughs> um, awesome game from Cody Ramsey, man. Yeah. He's a freak. He actually is a freak. Like You were bagging him last week. <laughs> I wasn't ba- when was I bagging him? All I said is that Sloan should be playing. Yeah, I know, but you're I, like, at no point did yeah, I say bag him, but you, no you weren't confident. Him. You weren't confident with him. Oh, at no point did I question his ability. You go back and listen to that. Oh, I, I did know. not question his ability. All I said is that we're killing Sloan's confidence, which is correct. Might I add, I was correct on that. We're killing Sloan's confidence. If Ramsey gets named here, he did. Mm. Yeah, he had a great game. Now Sloan, oh, not a coincidence. Sloan comes out and says he wants to leave the club. I didn't say that Ramsey will play bad. I just said we need to invest in our future. Yeah. Yeah, he's not for the future, but But mate, he, he carved up the Warriors here. He carved, we wouldn't we wouldn't have won this game without Cody Ramsey. I will say like I will say in Sloan's form, if Sloan's at fullback there, we probably don't win this game. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Like he he's probably not making that line break that Cody Ramsey uh, yeah, that was, made. Like, that was great. That was exceptional. That was all him. Made um, the break, set it up. Great stuff. That's Mate, what a fullback needs to do, and that's, that's ben what they Hunt. need. Ben Hunt is probably the most consistent player in the competition at the moment. As bias. <laughs> well, it's not. All right. What he does every week. Yeah, he's a gun. Like, I don't think I've watched him play a bad game this year. Yeah, that's true. Every week, he just provides. Provides, provides, provides. Like, can so consistent in the middle. Like, you can just trust him to give everything. Like, by the end of the game, every... You know, it was good effort. You know, got no voice. Like, goes into the press conference with Hawk and... Looking dead. Yeah, looking Half dead. asleep. Still talking about how he could have played better, you know. Like, yeah. He's just an absolute gun. Uh, Moses Suli has to be one of the most surprising players this season. Yeah, he's he's always been like, you know... Um, yeah, you but know, he could be a heaps yeah. good player. Like, like manly Morgan stuff, Harper, he just he had a couple of bad seasons. Morgan but. Harper was playing full-time over this bloke. Yeah. Full-time. Yeah. Morgan Harper was playing over this bloke. Mm. This bloke runs for 200 metres nearly every game. Like, this, last week, yeah, he ran for, you know, 212 metres, tackle bus galore. Like, people are loving Talakai, and don't get me wrong, Talakai had those few good games. Mate, this bloke's doing what Talakai did nearly every single week. To a bit of a lesser extent, yeah, yeah. he's not getting fourteen tackle busts a game like Talakai when he played for the Knights. But yeah, he causes a lot of trouble. He's just like every time we shift, 
to that left side and the ball goes in Sully's hands, it just seems like it's 25 mm. metres. 25 metre run. 25 metre run. Like that's that's where our metres are coming from, you know, and that goes back to the problems that we're still having in the middle. You know, our, our forwards are not really getting in and wanting to run the ball. Put him in the front row. Well, he like, could. Dead said. He's a menace. He's a menace to society. Um, I think that we also got a bit stiffed. There was definite a definite sin bin in this game. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Reese Walsh got penalised for the leg pull when we we're on a on a on a line break. He got penalised for the leg pull. Actually, I think stopped I did the that. motion of the game. I, I thought it was all right. How, how is that? I all think right? I saw it. How is that all right? Because he didn't like hold him that long. It doesn't matter. It's a professional foul. Yeah, but like, he got penalised. Oh, it was for a penalty? The, was it? Yeah. So. The game, so we were on, we were on the yeah, line well, break. If they, if, they got, if they all get called sin bins, yeah, fair enough. But we were on, they, well, we saw, we saw Shans, we saw Shans two two weeks ago when he was versus the Sharks, tackled and legit like was getting up mm. and held up the play for dead set five milliseconds on accident, pretty much, and got sin bin instantly. This bloke, Reese Walsh, dead set. We were on. A, sorry, <laughs> we were on a line break, and. We were in the flow. The right side was set up. Almost guaranteed try as long as you don't drop the ball. Yeah, it was a penalty. There should have been Sinbin, yeah. As long as you don't drop the ball. Reese Walsh, in the tackle, as soon as he tries to get up to play the ball, pulls his leg, falls down again, gets the penalty. I'm like, oh, he's off. You know, he's off. Mm. And no Sinbin. And the ref said that the only reason it was a Sinbin is because the pace the game was being played at. Have you ever heard that before in your life? Didn't no. think so. That's a Sinbin. Every, every single day of the week. Every single day of the week, so that was a bit stiff. I mean, we did get the win. At, at the Where end. was it? I'm just like, what? We were 25 meters out line break, and he made he made a last ever tackle. Like he was the last man, oh, obviously okay. the fullback, yeah. and leg pull penalty didn't go to mm. the bin. And then the game because there was there was like an injury, the game was stopped for five minutes. Like, yeah, they didn't review it. Yeah, so the bu- that's what the bunker should have looked at. Then. Exactly, but. You know, good, oh, good, he got the win. Dragon. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, mate, I thought that uh, Sean, Sean Johnson got a little bit stiffed this game. You know, people were hating on him a lot. He was responsible for pretty much all their points in the first half. Down that right side, you know, he, he was carving us up in that first half with his kicking game. Uh, we, we didn't have an answer for it. Uh, he he set up the with Tennis Lesniak and the Valley to try in the first halves, and then he was responsible for the right shift that saw uh, with Tennis Lesniak go over in the second half. Like... His kicking game in the middle of the field wasn't great, don't get me wrong, but attacking the line, he was going real deep into the line and causing a lot of problems. So I honestly thought he had a good game. Um, AFB, who is now injured for an extended period, mate, he had 209 metres in 46 minutes. Wow. 200, and I know that, you know, the Dragons have a very weak middle at the moment. We love getting rolled by pretty much every yeah. single bloke in the competition, but 209 metres in 46 minutes. Good effort. Is a mammoth effort. You know, he's only probably going to play you 55, 60 minutes anyway. Yeah. But, you know, he's on track for 250 metres. He's, he's on track 400 if he plays the whole game. Well, you know. <laughs> well, on that, Moses Sully got 228 for the Dragons. He was the highest, so. Yeah. In 80 minutes. Obviously, the centre, but yeah, yeah. It's, that's good Good effort there from AFB. And now, unfortunately, he seems like he's going to be out yeah, for yeah. quite a while. Um, Tohu Harris, you know. Came back his first week, played 36, and he was straight back into a 70-minute performance this week. It was awesome, you know, just relentless and caused us a lot of problems as well into the line. But I thought there was also good signs for the Dragons in young Michael Molo. Um, he had a couple 
brain farts. Uh, I was watching him closely. He had a couple of brain farts at the start, a few offsides and everything. But when he really settled in, he actually bagged a try. And um, he was defending well and running the ball hard. So that good was good try. for him. Yeah, yeah, good for him. When he scored, I thought, like, he looks familiar. And then I'm like, it said Marlon. I'm like, hang on a minute. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't look like Marlon. It looks similar. But, and then it yeah. said M. I'm like, Michael, I heard him before. Big Michael Mola. Um, but yeah, no, good, Obviously good stuff there. Francis. Yeah, presented him his jersey. That was, mm. that was a good video. I don't know if you've seen that, but no. it's a good video. Anyway, go the Dragons. Next game. Wow. The Cows versus the Storm, 36 to 6. I tipped this one, got tipped yeah, the Cows. Yeah, so did I. I switched it after I heard Hughes was yeah, out Yeah, once Hughes was out, I was just, you know, at Queensland Country Bank Stadium too, just um, Cowboys in form and Storm obviously had a shocker against the Panthers. So, you know, this was... Very surprising. You don't usually see this, like from the storm. You rarely see them get beaten by thirty points. You never ever. see. You, you never, never see, see what happened to the storm happen. Yeah. Like I still don't believe it's real. Yeah. Like they look nothing like they ever have. They're just, they were shell shocked. I don't know what it is, man. Like that's what I mean. Like Hughes and Papineau's, and you know, obviously great plays in attack, but in defence, like that's they're not going to do that much. They different. conceded thirty. The Storm conceded thirty six yeah. points, and obviously that you happened. know they can't. You know, Storm obviously struggled to get up the field because they don't have you know Hughes maybe kicking game, Papineau's and line break stuff like that. So that may you know um, stop them from scoring more tries and getting up the field more. But you know the Cowboys still. Managed to score thirty six. They did. They made them. They, they still broke they, the line they and scored a try. Like, so. They made it look like you know high school footy. You know, like especially was, like in that start yeah. of the second half there when they scored like three in ten yeah. minutes or something. Yeah. So just dominating, just dominating. But you know, it was the Storm's biggest loss since twenty thirteen, um, which is a great wow. stat. You know, was well, in point difference or point in difference. just thirty six points. Yeah, yeah, point difference. So that was you know, I personally, mate, I love to see it. I love to see it. Like we saw that that Tom Gilbert try, the first try. Like it was just short kick, uh, short drop out. Coates didn't get there, fell on the ground. Tom Gilbert just picks it up. Marion Seve, I I don't know if he thought he was playing touch footy or not. He just kind of yeah, he's had a couple pushed, of shockers. He just kind of pushed him. I don't really know what happened. And he Tom Tom Gilbert just ran over and broke the line. And then you know a couple of sets later. Just out of dummy half, Reese Robson. Well, not Reese Robson out of dummy half, but Dearden just put Reese Robson through a hole on the line, went over untouched, and then the points just came piling on, you know. And it was it was great to see. Um, both teams, you know, had a lot of errors. I think it was like fourteen to thirteen or something like that. Like completion rates were really low in this game, but only one Storm player, Trent Liero, ran over one hundred and ten meters. That just, show, that just shows it, doesn't it? Yeah. So one Storm player like in the whole outfit ran over 100. There was like two 108s, but Trent Liero, and I think he only ran for 111. Yeah, well, yeah. Or 113. 114, or like yeah. 114. Yeah. And he was the only one who ran over 110 metres. Um, it was, yeah. It was just, so that's pretty bad considering, you know, their forward packs, you know, probably their strongest at the moment. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like they're missing anyone there, so... No. Yeah, that's that's pretty poor from their their pack. Obviously, that's you know um, affected the scoreline there too because you know it's not just up to yeah. Hughes and Papineau and do everything. Obviously, the fall's got a lift too. So, well, you just you that's know, pretty that's pretty average too. Did he start or was he off the bench? Who Liero would have been off the bench. He's off the bench too, so that's that's shocking. So not a single storm starter ran over 110 meters. Mm. And you know you you look at those stats, 
And at no point in the last 15 years and the next 15 years, you're going to think that's a storm. Yeah. But that's not the storm. Yeah, it's one of their worst performances. And the Cowboys have just said, we're better than you at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to we're gonna carve you up. Yeah. You know, and they just play team. They just play team footy, man. That's that's what it is. Like, they just play team footy. Like, you can take a bloke out of that lineup, and it's not like everything's going to crumble. Hmm. They're all on the same page. They're all playing the same game. Todd Payton is running an absolute glorious camp up there and it just is so pretty to watch so pretty to watch yeah it's very good obviously Talungi you see a little goosey oh mate (sighs) he's got he's one of the inform wingers he's got oh if not the inform oh well you know you got Cobo and everything to compete with but like he's doing shit that no other winger can do in the competition easily easily he's He's, his own breed they've got a lot of confidence too that whole team now that they've you know won a couple games it'll be interesting to see how they go this week that's their test you know, it's people like, say the storm, but the Penrith, that's the test. It's now. like the NRL gods have legit said, well, we're going to set you up for the perfect test for the rest yeah. of the season. And they've just lined up these games mm. and said, if you can win this, you're, you're on. Mm, you're on. You're on. So you're the cowboy. You're the cowboy. You're the cowboy. No one predicted that. You know, we had the wooden spoon. So yeah. well, I did anyway, but they are great. serious contenders. Yeah, definitely. The way they're playing, you know, some of the well, better footy from that we've seen from any club this year. So, well, I'd, I'd debate it's the best footy. Well, consistency team, wise, team wise, yeah, team wise, team yeah. wise, but like consistency, I'd say, yeah, they're probably probably up there, eh? Because obviously, you know, Para Sharks, like they're not manly. They've all had up and down games. They don't quite have that that appeal of the Yo Cleary Luai. Look in the yeah. middle, like they're looking silky, but they're not that silky mm. yet. So whether they can match that, you know, it will be great to see. But mate, this is the Cowboys. They're here, and they're serious yeah. team. They're a serious, they're serious pushing top side, four. You know, so they're like, in the top four, the but storm, you know, they could the potentially storm be put, what thirty-two last week on Storm. On no, the Panthers put thirty-two, 32 on the Storm. Yeah. A few like the week before that. So Cowboys have come out and put thirty-six on them. They've won up mm. them. They've won up them, so we'll see. We'll see how that this week goes. That means the Cowboys should win four 0 this week. You reckon? <laughs> not not by not by four points. No, just four 0 And Talangi scoring. He's That's scoring some freak. Remember when Ben Barber did that, that over two players? Remember scoring. when Ben Barber did that front flip, put down in the goal? Oh, yeah. He's doing that. But, he's doing that. D- but double front flip, but in the corner, the double in the corner, and he's doing it as a reverse backy, <laughs> and he's putting it down. <gasps> oh. Um, Anyway, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on to the the Roosters v the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers get up 30, yes. 32 twelve here. They're just they're just too good, mate. Mm. They they really are. You know they're just too good, and it'll be a great game this weekend because if they can come out and somehow pump this Cowboys outfit, which I don't see happening personally, but if they can come out and you know somehow pump this Cowboys team, then it's going to be tough to look past them. But here's a quick stat. Um... Before this game, the Panthers have only ever won once at the SCG in their history. Really? The last was against Manly in 1985. So now that's this is their second wow. win in their history at the SCG. Okay. Love that. Good stat. Mm. I don't know how many. I only, I only played a couple there. I was about to say, there, there wouldn't yeah, be a whole bunch many. of games, but still. Yeah, I thought, I thought the Roosters were going to, you know, at their home ground, obviously it's not that much of a fortress, but 
I thought they would sort of stick it to them given they they were close to the Eels last week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll look and they actually looked like they clicked against Eels finally, but they just sort of fell off again. Obviously, it's against the you know best team in the comp, but you know Panthers here, like I said, just too good. Um, Cleary's just incredible for his age. Cleary, like, yo, he will be an immortal. Cleary will be an immortal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like you know, yo, facilitating Luai as well had an excellent yeah, game. Yeah, just a well-oiled machine. As, as yeah, as it was stated by my good 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 colleague there, they are a well. <laughs> Oiled machine. Yes, they're running a very strict outfit, and it's. I, I I just yeah, I don't see I don't see him losing this week, and from this point on, I don't see him losing a game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, like honestly, who, who's going to beat them? They're just That's things. They've got the superstars, but they're also playing team footy. Yeah, exactly. Like the Cowboys, but better with superstars. Exactly. You know, with Cleary, with Yo, with Luai. With an immortal, sure, yeah, but yeah, it was a shame for the Roosters. You know, Teddy was trying so hard; yeah, he, like he, he really does. was. He was just giving everything, and there just wasn't much going. You know, the Panthers just—they just want to beat everyone more than what they people want to beat the Panthers. You know, mm. there's the outside backs running. You know, 180 meters, 220 meters, 170 meters, all that kind of stuff. You know, Taylor May was up around the 230 and. The Roosters just, they couldn't compete with that. You know, everyone in the Panthers outfit wants their hands on the ball and we can we can keep saying the same things every week about how good they are, but, you know, they just do the same thing every week. There's not, nothing really new to talk about with the Panthers. Yeah, they never like, they never have that game where they just drop off. Yeah. It's just always... Always up there. Yeah. You're never surprised by their games, just expected pretty much. Yeah. Uh, JFH got a, a sin bin. See that one? Yeah, oh, sorry, Jared. Yeah. Wahe- no, I was about to say Jared, JFH. he hit JFH. Yeah, on that try, yeah. which was weird, and then he gave the ref piece of his mind. Yeah, we well, only hear a stat, um, which I think he got further fined for. Yeah, well, here's a stat for you, courtesy of random stats guy. Um, in the last three Roosters Panthers games that Jared Sutton has refed, he has either sin binned or cited Jared Warrior Hardgraves. So, mate, the Jared Sutton, Sutton does not like the Sutton brothers are corrupt. Hardgraves. I'm joking, they're not, but well, I wouldn't say that about our trusty NRL referees, but he's robbed the Dragons before, so. <laughs> but no, to be fair, Warrior Hargraves gave Sutton a piece of his mind there. Yeah, I think they got a bit of beef, them too. Maybe they should throw hands. You reckon? Yeah. Who do you got? Put him in the boxing match. i got Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. Yeah. Sutton in one. I reckon he's in with a 619. Oh. <laughs> I reckon he could pull one of them out, eh? Hey? It looks like he'd pull pull off six one nine. I reckon he could pull off six one nine, and then he'd call the own he'd call the pin too. He'd pin and he'd be the ref. He'd start <laughs> the ref he'd start the count. <laughs> but anyway, we'll move on from that game because yeah, there's just not much to say, you know. Yeah. Move on to this absolute shocker of a game from, from the Rabbitohs. It cost me a perfect round. Tip seven from eight. Um, also cost me a multi, which I'm actually severely off the Rabbitohs at the moment. Uh, the Raiders beat them thirty two to twelve. Uh. Am I, I'm seriously, seriously worried for the Rabbits here. Yeah, they've been, you know, pretty bad. You know, although they've, although they've got a good couple of wins, you know, they just they haven't looked good no. when they've won. They just they no. get the win, but they haven't looked good. That's the thing. Not at all. The effort was not there at all. They yeah. did not want to play that game of footy. Yeah. No. They did not. They they didn't want. To, I don't know if they were still at Dubbo Zoo <laughs> from the day before. I don't know what they were doing if they forgot to leave, but they didn't want to win that game of footy at all. And it showed. They got beat by the far superior side on the day. 
You know, like Hudson Young is playing awesome footy. You know, he's playing great. Uh, Big Papa, can't go past Big Papa, you know. 250th little try, shout out Big Papa. Running meters, just freak. And they just, they just, that, that's Raiders where it stemmed from. That's where it stemmed from. The Raiders just pumping them through the middle. That's where it stemmed mm. from. You know, they had, uh, like the stats, you look through the stats and it's like, oh, geez, this is a pretty even game. Where'd it go wrong? Then you look at the Rabbitohs, 48 missed tackles. <laughs> 14 errors, and the Raiders had seven line breaks. Yeah, 65% completion rate. That's You're not going to win a game with that. Um, 48 missed tackles. That's awful, eh? There's 17 blokes on in <laughs> a team, and they had 48 missed tackles. Like, what? That's more than two a person. Yeah. You're not going to win when you do that, so. Oh. Like, prime example, prime example. When Xavier Savage scored. Sure, that, oh, bloke, yeah, that, sure that bloke's lightning. Sure, he's lightning. He, he just walked through yeah, the he line. Yeah, he just jogged through it. He just walked through the line. Mm. Like, it was just horrendous. It was horrendous. Like, we saw Corey Horsburgh. Somehow, he busted through the line when he was just pretty much jogging at the line. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to tackle him. Like, it was a pathetic display from the Rabbitohs, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying that. Right? I don't have an agenda against the Rabbitohs. Don't come at me like you did with the Knights, but, mate... <laughs> This was a terrible performance from the Rabbits. Yeah. It's obviously showing they're missing Reynolds, you know, in this instance. They yeah. may have lost still, but they're not losing by 30. Yeah. Like, Elias is just not, his voice isn't loud enough in that team. And Cody Walker just looks like, he just looks so sad because he's got no one yeah. to help him. <laughs> like, yeah. He's trying, he is trying his best. Like he runs, he's obviously, you know, I saw a couple of times he's trying to go short side, but just they're like, the play the ball and was the just trail, too slow, and he gets frustrated. For him too yeah, he'd go left so many times, looked, and there's just no one there. Like it's just where Latrell would usually be. Mm. And like you know, if if you bring Cam Murray into that team, I don't think they get beat by this much. Yeah, definitely. There's a you couple know? stats where like when he's played, they've their games are usually like like they've never got blown out by heaps with Cam Murray in the team. So yeah. he definitely would have helped. Him. He would he would have lifted here, but you know the rabbit uh, the rabbits just dropped their heads and they they got pumped. And they deserve to get pumped. Yeah, and Raiders were good, to be fair. They've been good Yeah, the past. absolutely. Two good wins now. Absolutely. They're looking pretty good. And now Fogarty's back too, playing yeah. with Whiten. Like, they're, they're looking very good. You know, beat the Sharks last week, coming mm. up against the Eels outfit this week. Just shows how much confidence does for a team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. In both cases here. But, you know, this is, yeah. This is a, it was a pretty a, good game, but. It was a good game. Good tries. We saw some great tries. That Rapana one. That Rapana one. The Sebastian Chris one, mm. where, like, Hudson Young did that little no-looker. Yeah. And it even... That you know how good this was? Matty Johns said eyes up footy. <laughs> and he hates eyes up footy. Yeah, that so, man hates that word, so So that's that how phrase. that's how good that was. So props props here to the Raiders. You know, they were just the better team on the day. Yeah, so, definitely. Moving on uh, to the Titans v Sharks, the last game of the round. Sharks twenty five eighteen. Once again the Sharks were a bit underwhelming. You know, yeah. I sort of obviously it was raining, um, and it was at the Seabus Super Stadium where, you know, Titans have gone pretty well this year against uh, good clubs. So, uh, you know, Titans, they did look pretty good yeah. for, for moments, but the Sharks just, you know, showed their showed their class high and just yeah. um, that Miller bloke, good try there at the end. Lucky Miller, yeah. I mean, he got away with one there, though. Let it bounce and then mm. fell into his hands and ran, but yeah. still a good try. Hines, yeah, he's just too good. I saw, you know, one of the hottest passes I've ever seen to Ronaldo on that mm. wing there, mate, like, Exceptional. Uh, Lockie Miller obviously had a great debut. Uh, he's back to 18th man now because Will Kennedy's back, but, you know, that's all right. It's not like he played bad. They've got that option there now. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a good game of footy. You know, blokes like um, 
Toby Rudolph and Tino having good battles in the middle. And then you had Heinz covering up at the back. You had Jaden Campbell playing well. It was just feels fire in this game, and it deserved to be a close one, I think. You know, the Titans showed good promise. Jared Wallace somehow scored a double. <laughs> I don't know how he did that, but... That was paying a... No, first try score for Jared Wallace was $111, and someone put $250 on it. $250 on that, man. <laughs> like, you think, you think, oh, good win, good win. How much has he lost? Yeah. <laughs> Putting 250 bucks yeah, on Jared yeah. Wallace. <laughs> wonder what he's paying for that plus two tries. That's like... <sighs> Five thousand to one, but you know, Imagine that. good bounce back from the Sharkies here to to secure the win, and it just it just shows so much about Nico Hines and how much he means to this side. You know, yeah. In the first half, he was a bit quiet, but the second half, he yes, he's coming to his it. own. And how direct they are when he's playing in the side as yeah. well, like just got that direction back instead of just going side to side, hmm. like uh, the week before. Yeah, they're definitely missing Kennedy a bit. I reckon, like, yeah, 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 they'll be completely different yeah. side this week yeah. with Kennedy back swinging that. Out the, out the back, deep, wide mm. runs and whatnot. But, yeah, that's about all I got for this game, you know. Yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't the best game, but it was it was all right for, a, once again, a Sunday night game. I'm not, I can't really get into, but. Yeah, yeah. Just yes. fo- all footied out by the end of it, but um, not a bad round of footy. I know this round coming up, is it's looking good. Some good yeah, games yeah. coming up. Yeah, it's shaping up nicely. But I, I tipped six out of eight. Uh, the Warriors and Rabbitohs lost me this one. Um, yeah, I tipped I tip seven out of eight. Change me tip to the Titans and uh, oh the not Titans the bloody Cowboys got that right yeah. and then whatever but I, I was pretty close with so many predictions like the Sharks and Titans game I was pretty close with that but the Rabbits cost me a perfect round which mm. um right a question of the week question of the week here we are again right I got one for you already go on okay you're off contract all right you're oh, a player okay. you're a 22 year old halfback. Playing. 22-year-old halfback. Yep. Yep. You're on the market, all right? Okay, you got three offers. First first one, Bulldogs, a million dollars a year on a two-year contract. You're starting halfback every game. They're risking it all on you. They, they're going all out on you, okay? Okay. The next one, Storm, 200K for two years. No, sorry, 200K a year for two years. You're in the top 30 squad, but you're lucky to get a game in the next two seasons. Obviously, Munster and Hughes are in the halves there. So 200k for two okay, years, yeah, yeah. a year for two years for the yep. Storm. The last one, Panthers, 350k for two years again. You're a utility off the bench for majority of the season. Which one are you taking? Panthers. Panthers? Yep. Reasoning? Uh, so, look, dogs, uh, at the age the age of 22, what I'm looking for is development. I want my career to be going, going well. Um, and to be fair, there's no better place to do that than the Storm. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to also have a career. I want to be on the field. I want to be showing people what I can do. And yeah, so you'd be 24 by the end of the Storm contract. Hey? You'd be 24, 24 by the end of the Storm contract. Barely played any NRL. Um, but, you know, I would have good development. But then I've got to worry about getting picked up by another side. And So that's a bit like, eh. And plus only on 200K a year, which is pretty base. Uh, as I said with the dogs, you know, that's that's great. Um Exhibition footy, but development-wise, yeah, you know, could kill me career a little bit. Yeah, could be the next Ash Taylor. Exactly. Then you put me in the Panthers, the Panthers system, um, coming off as a, a utility attack and tied forwards. Uh, yeah, I'd probably pick the Panthers on, on too. 350k a year, good development, great atmosphere at the Panthers side too. Yeah. They're all mates. Yeah. Um, obviously a powerhouse side and getting an extra 150k a year on the Storm deal. Mm. 
I'm going. I'm going the Panthers. Yeah, I think I'll take that too. I'm just looking at it. I'm, I'm thinking of sort of, you know, a bit of a hind roll there, like, you know, at the Storm. Yeah. Playing the utility. Um, and obviously, you know, if you're a good player, you you crack into that team, you have yep. a good few good performances, and then you get that good contract. So, yeah, I'd probably say that Panthers one too. I think the Panthers one is, is the best option to go with. Mm. Get to show off your footy, get a bit more money, yep. good outfit, everything like that. But that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, mine's probably a little bit more of a... Oh, not really think of it. If Cleary and Luai are out uh, for Origin 1, who are your halves? Oh, I was about to say Moses and Hines, but they're both halfbacks, but it's still probably... Yeah, I'd probably say Moses and Hines. And who will play six? Uh, Hines. No Renner? Oh, Renner. I forgot about Renner. Oh, that's tough. They're all halfbacks. Like... And I was about to say, like... At least with Hines, you get a nice running game as well. If you put him in the six, you get Renault Moses in there. That's two primary facilitators. And both got great kicking games. Both great kicking games. So it it depends on what you're going yeah, for. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably say Hines at 5'8". Even though I, if I had to pick two, I'd say Moses and Renault. But because, you know, you need a 5'8". You know, Moses yeah. could play 5'8", but I'd probably say Hines, 5'8", and probably Renault halfback. I think... I think Moses would be... He'd be unlucky. Extremely hard done by yeah. there. But I, I think I'll go with the same. You know, Renault... Just for the... He's, he's been playing too well, you know, facilitation-wise. He deserves... Has wise. he played before? I don't think he's had a... Uh, no, he's played Origin before. Has he? I think so. I think oh, he has. Yeah, I know he... he... Up. But that, it, I think it's a good one, you know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah no, I think he has, yeah. Because then, you know, you want to bring in a specialist six, you got to look to someone probably like Whiten. Yeah, and but he's, I think he's got at a the great moment, running game. Hines, but, you know, Hines, good, yeah. Hines got that running game anyway. You know, he can play that free roaming kind of footy. Yeah, Dory has played Origin. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I remember him in the the blue kit. Yeah, so I just remember. Looks that. like the twenty fourteen one. It was it was the blue kit, and it had like the little white, the little white side, and it had like the dark blue lining going on. The VB. It. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. and um, but yeah, I think I think I go Reynolds seven, Hines six. Yeah, probably. Moses, unlucky Moses, so close, oh, so close. close. But then again, I mean, like you can go, you know, like say Paps is out as well. Like you can maybe go, Renault Moses stick Hines at fourteen. Yeah, but you know, just the halves, Hines six. Okay, Renault, just say you, the whole spine's not playing. <laughs> Hines fullback, <laughs> Moses five eight. Wait, 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 wait. The whole spine's out. So what you're saying, Hines fullback, Hines over, fullback, like, Turbo if he's healthy. Well, he's out. And so is Pappy. So Hines fullback. Yeah, I guess. Moses 5'8", Reynolds uh, halfback, Coruscant hooker. <laughs> that's the backup, backup yeah, yeah. lineup. And mate, spine. filthy. Filthy stuff, that. Like, that's, yeah. it's, still an or- <laughs> exactly. it's still an origin winning spine with ease. Yeah. So. Righto, the round 12 preview, indigenous round, should be yes. looking like a good couple games. Always a spectacle. Up. Get to see the jerseys. Yes. And it turns out... Turns out uh, Great for matchups as well. A couple of great games coming in. Another tough week for tipping, but anyway, we'll get straight yep. into it. Right, the first game of the round, the Storm v. the Seagulls. It's going to be a good one. Uh, for this one, I've got the Storm, 22-16. to 16. I think if Hughes back, I think Manly will, you know, put a good effort in, you know, just because Storm have been a bit off as of late and it may, you know, take them a bit of time to get going again. But, yeah, I think the Storm will win by a try or so and... Now, although Tommy uh, Manly doesn't have Tommy, I still think they'll they'll lift here. Storm Manly's always a good one. Yeah, uh, 
I'm going a bit different. I'm going Storm 32-14. Oh. Yeah, I think that, you know, Hugh's back. Yeah. Yeah, with the... The current outside back form of the Storm, I do see him leaking some points, but, you know, I, do, I see him putting a fair few points on as well against this Manly team, you know. They love conceding points, um, especially with Hughes back now. I think that they'll they'll leak a few. So I've got him at 32-14 to the Storm. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, here's a quick stat. Since Craig Bellamy took over, the Storm have only lost three-plus games in a row, three times with uh, the last coming in 2015. Yeah, yeah. They were not, so they've not only losing. lost three-plus games in a row three times during the... Well, he's been there for, say, and what, 22 just, years, And Bellamy just re-signed, too, before they lost to the Cowboys. Mm. Re-signed for another year. They're yeah. not going yeah. to lose two in a row after he's just re-signed. Yeah. Uh, next game. Pen, uh, sorry, where is it? Yeah, Penrith versus the Cowboys. Uh, for this one, I've got the Panthers 20-10. to 10. Yep. I think the Panthers get them done here, but I think it'd be close. Yeah. Uh, mate... I'm seeing a game of the season contender here. Yeah. You know, both teams just, they're playing similar footy at the moment. Mm. Team footy. Uh, I see I see Penrith getting the job done. I've got it 16-12. Ooh, okay. I think it's going to be a bit closer, a bit of a shorter game. Uh, well, not, you know, shorter in scoring, but yeah, I think that, you know, if Cowboys can continue their form and they'll obviously be very confident coming into this game, but they're going to Penrith. Yeah. They're going to Penrith. That's got to be taken into mm. account and, you know the margin, margin could be a bit wider. I did like the. I had it originally about twenty to twelve, but you know I think the the Cowboys line defense has been pretty sharp. So yeah, I've got them at sixteen twelve to. Yeah, I'm just again. keen to see how, how they go. This is a yeah, test. This is a real test, and uh, like they don't even have to win this game really. They just have to stick, be able yeah, to exactly. stick it to the Penrith side. Yeah. Uh, next game, Broncos versus the Titans. Another good one. I've got the Bronx here twenty six to twelve. I think I don't think they'll smash them, but I think. They'll win convincingly. Yeah, yeah. I've got Broncos 28-12. to 12. Uh, They're just playing very freely at the moment and scoring very freely, and the Titans are struggling a little bit. Still no Renault, uh, but, you know, Gamble's been playing well, and I think Ezra Mann will have a better game this year. Mm. I think he played the trial where he played well against the Titans. Yeah. In that in that trial yeah. where he played, and he played quite well in that. So I'm thinking, yeah, they can he can step up, and the Broncos forwards have been too good as well. So, yeah, I've got Broncos here pretty comfortably. Yeah, the next game, the Warriors versus the Knights. Oh, this is a bit of a bludger. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. Um, at the moment, I've got the Warriors eighteen to fourteen, but I could I could change that one. Yeah, yeah, I got Warriors twenty two to fourteen. Again, you know this could go either way, but the new halves combo for the Knights with Clifford back in. Uh, now Milford plays as well, but it, it that that worries me a little bit that they haven't played much footy together, uh, or any footy together. Sorry, but. Not much to say on this one, you know. A dodgy performance last week from the Knights, and I think that the Warriors are going to get it done. But this one could easily go either way. You know? Yeah, I'd definitely be a close one, I'd say. Um, yeah. Next game, Rabbits versus the Tigers. They've already versus you, and you know the Tigers got it done. But I think the Rabbits off a loss. You know, surely they're not that bad. So I think they should win here. I'm going to say Rabbits twenty to twelve. But honestly, Tigers could win this one again. I've actually also gone Rabbits twenty to twelve. Um, there you, go. you know, some big ins for both sides. Uh, here, you know, we've got um, Brooksy coming back, and I forget who is in for the Rabbitohs that I saw, but I think there's a few a few forwards back, not Murray yet, but I think there's a few coming back in, and I just, yeah, I don't, I know I just keep backing them, yeah. but, you know, I don't, I just don't think they're going to lose this week. I think they can get it done, but mm. if they come with the same attitude they, they rocked up to Dubbo with last week, they can easily lose this game. Yeah, they can definitely lose. Easily, it. if they lose, if they miss another forty-eight tackles, 
they're not going to mm. win this game. And Tigers know? will be full of confidence knowing that they've been before. Yeah. So it's just it's, a, it's an attitude thing here for the Rabbits. If they come with the right attitude, they can win this game. If they come with the wrong attitude, then they they, they won't win. But yeah. they need and to. They're going to need to win because they've got a few couple tough. And this is what I said. You remember when I said this um, two weeks ago? If they don't win two out of the next three games, they won't make the eight. Mm. So according to my logic, which is you know the most appropriate system to go off. If they lose this game, Remember. they won't make the eight. There you go. That's your first. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> I don't think they'll make the eight anyway at the moment, but yeah. if they lose this game, they won't make the eight. You heard but, it. Uh, you've heard it first. Next game, Sharks versus the Roosters. This will be a great game. You know, Craig Fitzgibbon against his uh, former club. You Premiership know. winner. Well, yep. He was in that famous Premiership side, wasn't he? Yep. yep. Coached by, obviously, trained by the great Trent Robinson in coaching. So, you know, he's versing his master. Um, I think... I'm honestly, I'm gonna back. The, I'm gonna back the Roosters here. Yeah, eighteen to sixteen. But once again, could go either way. I'm gonna back the Roosters, but I think Trent Robinson will just he'll make his boys lift. I don't think he can. He'll li- like live himself knowing that he lost to his his apprentice Craig Fitzgibbon. <laughs> um, I think that the Sharks win here with Kennedy back. I think it'll be a tough training week this week um, with a big matchup, as you said. I think they go twenty six fourteen is my prediction. Um, but this one, as you said, can go either way. You know, if the Roosters come out like they did against the Eels, I can see them winning this game. But, you know, if they play like they did last week, I can't see them winning this game. I think the Sharks are going to be out to play this week with that spine back in order. So I've got the Sharks here, yeah. But yep. it could go either way. You know, yeah, it could go either way. Definitely. Next game, Dogs versus Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> the game of the round. Game of the round. Um, I've got the Dogs. Okay. 50 to 7. <laughs> Shout out Sporting no, I'm joking I've got Dragons 20 to 12 Just Yeah I've got, I got Dragons 24 to 12 uh, The Pioneerians Are pretty good footy At the moment uh, Just can't afford To get beat in the middle You know We get beat in the middle Every week And then we got to Fight for it To make it back Like we have to Win this week In the middle Well you always say The dog, the dog's going to Win the battle Every week it. So there you go That's it You know This is going to be A massive battle Of forwards I reckon And mm. um, Got some young talent Oh, on the outside backs here, you look at the likes of Karaz, Suli. Pretty sure Avrilo's playing this week. Is he yep. named? Yeah. So, you know, whoever can get down there, they've got the X factor to get over the line. Uh, Burton playing some good footy at the moment. Adokar comes back into the side. I've got the Dragons here, but I honestly, tune in this one. I think it'll be a good game. You know, grudge match in the middle. Yeah. Well, the Sunday uh, last game of the round, the game I don't like watching is the Eels. Raiders versus Eels. Yeah, well, at so least I'll be watching this one. soccer this week. But... Yeah, exactly. Um... I've got the Eels in this one in a close one, 22 to 18. I Jeez, think. We're close. So we like, man. Um, you know, we sh- I say it every week, we should get it done, you know. Um, but the Raiders have been, they're in form. So I'm a bit, it's at the Raiders' ground too. Honestly, the Raiders could win this one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can absolutely see the Raiders coming out and winning this one. I've got the Eels at 24 to 18. Uh, both sides playing some good footy. And uh, Fogarty comes back to join Whiten in the halves, which is massive for the Raiders. You know, Raiders forwards playing some awesome footy at the moment, but. You got the likes of Maddo and everything, and Nipap to come up against this week. Bit of a tougher outfit than the the Rabbitohs at the moment, so I've got the Eels getting it done. Yeah, right. Well, those are our uh, tips for this week. Yes. Um, I've got a quick segment here for you. Hit me, bro. Um, so it's called "What's the Price?" Okay. Jeez. So okay. I'm going to name a couple sure. players. I've never heard about this. Just quite. You just got to you just got to throw a price at me straight away. You can't no thinking about no talking about per it. Per year, just, just their 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 fully their fit. Salary. They're fully fit. Okay. Their salary per year. 
they're fully fit right now. If you had to, this, what's, what's their price right now? And they're fully fit for you know however long you put. It's going to catch me off guard. I'm going to say some absurd right. number for one of these. Payne Haas, eight hundred fifty k. David Fafita, eight hundred k. Munster, one point three. Pappy, one point one. <laughs> Ponga, seven hundred fifty k. Ben Hunt. Okay, but just on the last one, just quickly, Ponga, Ponga, is, worth, <laughs> no, Ponga is worth more to the Knights than 750k, <sighs> but to another club. Okay, he's worth more than to the Knights than that. Yeah, Who, who's your next ben one? Ben Hunt. Full mil. No, no. 650k, I reckon, at, towards the end of his career, I think. Yep. Burton. Oh, good one. Uh, I'll say 700 so really? Okay, yeah. yep. Cut no talking. All right, last one. Moses. How old is he? Twenty six. Oh, is he that young? I think so. Pretty sure. Um Oh jeez, I didn't think he was that young. If he's that young, bit of money, eh? Tw- oh, twenty seven. Yeah, it's pretty much twenty six, twenty seven. Probably like yeah, probably nine hundred K. Right. But oh, I definitely undershot Burton there. Undershot? I reckon. Seven hundred? Yeah, it's my he's good, bro. What you do you think mean? he's more than 700k? I think he could be. Really? Yeah. Absolutely, he could be. Really? He's young as, bro. I know, but 700k. What's he on at the moment? 550 I'd or something? I'd say that's his worth. I don't know, but. All right, fair enough. Burton, he's responsible for pretty much all of the Bulldogs scoring. At I know, the but. Playing good I'm in the heart. Playing some great footy at the moment. Mm. It's, and it, again, like with this kind of stuff, you know, it, it, it also depends. On how long you're signing him for, too. Like, blow like Burton, young dude, you know, if you sign him for a long time, it's going to be different than signing him for what we were saying before, you know, two years. But, yeah, absolutely, you know, we thought Burton could be an absolute superstar last year. Now he's turned into an awesome, well, not awesome at the moment, but, you know, an awesome half and can also play in the centers. Yeah. Could probably play your lock role as well. You know, I think he's real versatile and. I think he's yeah. I think he could easily be worth seven hundred k. Probably right, fair enough. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what, that segment done. Try not to talk about it, but it's good. No, but there's talking. There's oh, no, there, there is. There. I, there is definitely. But who else did I? Who else did I say? There was big. Months of one point three. Yeah. Stand by that. That's probably the only two surprising ones, but yeah, that's it. That one. Um, Stand by that. Right. On to our uh, Spory selects. Gonna give him a call. Give us a, give us his three try scorers for this week. Yes. We'll give him a ring right now. Hello. Sleeve, how's it going, mate? Good, yeah. Yeah, not bad, not bad. All right, we, we're here for your Sleefy selects again. What are your three try scores for this week, mate? Hit me, Sleeve. Hit us. I'm ready. You're here, you're here for it, right? I'm ready, for it. I'm ready. I've got $30.69 leg. Okay, yeah. Like multi. Yep, yep. Not yep. power played. Yep. Matt oh. Burton. <laughs> Matt Burton. And Connor Tracy. Oh, two. What? Did you say yeah, you, you cut, you out, cut start out? Start again. Start again. Start again. I got Justin Olam. Justin Olam. Okay, yeah, yeah that, we missed that one. Matt Burton. Yep. And Connor Tracy. Don't okay. mind that. Okay, don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's so Dogs versus Dragons, right? Yeah. Dogs versus Dragons. So you got Matt Burton to score against the Dragons. Olam got, against I got Connor Cowboys. Tracy against Roosters. Yep. And I got Justin Olam against the Eagles. Right, not bad. Don't mind it. And it's thirty bucks. 60, thirty bucks. Said. Thirty-six dollar power play. Okay, righty, yeah. Don't mind at all. 
the people's the people's person, right here, Jackson Sport. I've had a couple of rough weeks, so hopefully we slot one. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, it'd be nice. Hopefully, it it would be. It, it would really be. would be. <laughs> <laughs> Made a lot. Anyway, of thanks, fellas. No worries. Thanks Cheers, for giving us your selection Have again, mate. Have a good one. See ya, guys. There's Leafy Selects. That's a great man right there. Couple. We should have we should have got him on for the how much is he worth part, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon we should have got him on yeah. for that. Well, that when good. he comes on next time, we'll, we'll do another one of them. Um, one boy, quick yep. one for you. Yep. Dylan Brown. Ooh. When you said Moses, I for some reason linked it to uh, just thought Dylan Brown as well. 650, 750, 700. 700? 700. I, I'd say 700. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Six fifty to seven hundred. Again, it, it all depends on where they're going to play. But then you know, like I see Matt Burton being as good as someone like Dylan Brown. You know, it's only his first season mm. at Bloody Dogs. Yeah. But anyway, how? Oh, you, do you know how long he's at for? Who? Matt Burton. Is it like two, three years? Out. No, there oh. at the Dogs. Uh, yeah, I think it's two years. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Might be longer. Anyway. I'm just interested to see if he picks up something better after this or not. Yeah. You know, what this means. Because that's like... Obviously, his value go down a bit, I reckon. He's on nowhere near, you know, one mil. Like what we said with the dogs thing. Remember Mm. when you said like two years? It's kind of like a similar situation for Matty Burton. Like... Mm. How he's going to go. But I think think he's he's been shining at the Bulldogs for me, you know. For what they've been doing. Yeah. As much as he can be. Anyway. We'll move on. Our multis for this week. Um, last week, I was one leg off. I had all of them right except the one that didn't come off was neither the 30 in the pen- our Storm Cowboys game. They got, oh, they got 36. Yeah, ow. I was paying eight bucks. So that hurt. But uh, this week, I've got a $7.61. It is power played. I love a power play. Uh, <laughs> first game, Penrith versus the Cowboys. Penrith, 1-12. to 12, Neither the 30. And then the Broncos v Gold Coast Titans. Broncos to win, Cobo to score. Oh, that's good odds. Seven sixty. I like those odds. Um, yeah, well, mine's four fifty. Not power played. I've gone simple again. Uh, last week I was only one leg off, and it was bloody rabbitos, mate. Um, I, I will say though, last week's bet that I said for Manly and the Seagulls seven seventy five, where I said Manly half time, Eels full time, oh, yeah. that came off, and I was one off on my try scorers. So not a bad week last week. Uh, this week I've gone Melbourne to win. So Melbourne to beat Manly. I've gone Pan- no Bronx to beat Titans. Dragons to beat Dogs. Para to beat Raiders. And neither to 40 in the Penrith Cowboys game. 450. So just a little cheeky one. A little bit of value in I'd be a bit worried about the Eels one, that's all. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know the Dragons are in there as well. But yeah, but they sh- I do back the Dragons home. home, and I do back the Eels home. Yeah, fair enough. So. Right, that is this episode, uh, the round 12 NRL coming up, so it should be a good one. But thank you for listening. Make sure you follow the Instagram at TrueBlue.Sport. Like the Facebook, uh, follow the podcast, turn on your notifications. Make sure you listen to the Supercoach episode if you haven't, and we also have a bonus episode. Uh, we're going to predict our origin, origin team, yeah. so make sure you listen to that. Yeah. And make sure you stay tuned for the stubby holders. Thank you for listening. Thank you.